everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. He's Steve Mark, he's Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter. We're at Memorial Stadium where Nebraska wrapped up its 11th spring practice this morning. Afterward, Tony White, defensive coordinator and linebackers coach Rob Dvoracek met with the media as well as players A.J. Rollins, Elijah Judy, um, Nori Nuwili, mm -hmm. and am I forgetting anybody? I think that was it. Uh, oh, Stefan Wynn Jr. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so three defensive linemen, one offensive lineman. Um, lot to take away, I think, mostly defensively. But uh, Steve, where you want to start? What was your biggest takeaway? Yeah. So right away, and I think it was pr pretty cool of Tony White to do this. He basically admitted that he was putting a little bit too much on the defensive install, um, asking too much of the players, maybe. Um, and he admitted that he was scaling down the defensive install, and he said that he hadn't added anything new the past couple days. And he was very upfront and said, you know, when you're moving guys around as much as they are on the defense right now, just to see what positions guys are truly going to play in the fall, sometimes it's hard to retain stuff. And I think it was very good of Tony, Tony White and says a lot about him as a coach to get up in front of media members and say that. So apparently things maybe haven't been going as smoothly as Tony White had hoped with the, with the install. So he's kind of cutting things back and, and right now, uh, he said it was all about understanding concepts and making sure guys understand where to line up um, correctly. So um, I don't think it's uh, too big of a deal, honestly. I mean, it's spring ball. This is what spring ball is for, uh, getting things right. So, um, but I thought that was really cool of Tony White, the defensive coordinator, just to come out and say, yeah, I might have put too much on these guys, but that's fine. It's spring ball. Um, let's dial it back a little bit and make sure that we understand um, where to line up and, and understand what the concepts are so when you're out there you understand what your teammate is doing as well as yourself so and it, it, that actually kind of jives with something I think he maybe in his very first press conference with us um, talked about he wants guys who, like what is what does he want it to look like when he when people watch the Nebraska defense he wants them playing fast and hard right and yep. so simplified you can't do that yeah you can't do that if you're thinking all the time and we've seen that in years past here at Nebraska not necessarily Tony White's fault but you're always kind of harking back to that um, about guys thinking too much out there on the field so it is really good and I think refreshing to hear him say that yeah and, and one thing I wanted to say because you know in, in these these coordinator interviews along with Marcus Satterfield too prior to spring ball when they were talking about it you know they were asked how much are you going to put on these guys plates and they both said we're going to give them as much as we as much as they can handle and so I think Tony White is giving giving them um, the the amount that he thought would work but if it doesn't work I think that's totally fine I remember Tony White saying that you know it's it's definitely okay if we have to trim things down and and maybe save save some things for the fall so I don't think it's a big headline headline making um, issue that uh, the, the defensive players need, need need the install to be trimmed down. I think it's totally normal. Like I said, it's spring ball after all. Yeah, and getting back to the simplifying of things, I mean, yeah. what have we heard from, I think, at least three or four defensive players, but at least two that I could think of off the top of my head, MJ Sherman and John Bullock, who we spoke with recently. It's C-ball, get ball. Yeah, right. And it's just, it's flying around. Like th that's the simplified look of it. Maybe that's what it is the first season under Tony White with um, how complex that defense could be in the future once it is fully installed. I think maybe just um, trying to like with uh, with Bill Bush did last year when he took over is just simplifying things. Yep. So they're not thinking out there. They're not, they're not an paralysis by analysis essentially of okay, I need to be here, I need to be in this spot, I need to be doing this, it's my first, second, third. It's see ball, get ball, I yeah. think. Yeah, and Tony White said, you know, I need to do a better job of 
um, making evaluations. And to make evaluations, you want the guys playing fast. And, and right. apparently they weren't playing as fast as he wanted them to play. So he's doing the right thing and cutting things down and going from there. Yeah, one of those positions I think that I find the most interesting, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people find it interesting, is the jack position because it could be that electric playmaker um, where you're seeing guys like MJ Sherman, Jamari Butler playing in that, uh, in that spot. And we cleared it up with Rob Dvorak today. Javen Wright is not playing, is not practicing in that jack position. I think there was some confusion on that couple weeks ago. Um, too many when, Buddhas on the team. Yeah, too many Buddhas. There's, uh, MJ Sherman had said Buddha is one of the uh, guys practicing at the, that position. He apparently was referring to Grant Buddha, not Javen Buddha Wright. So we got that <laughs> clarified real quick. Um, but he, Dvorak did open up a little bit about the Jack. That's sort of an exciting position. I know, Greg, you were over there for that. Yeah, I, I find that really interesting because, it, to me, the two big things on this defense that I think are getting the most kind of ink and attention are that Jack position and then the Rover position at the next level, right? And part of it is because they're kind of new, fun things within this 335. Cool names. Cool yeah. names, all of that. They've got that in common. But also, I think it's a recruiting tool as yeah. well. Like, mm -hmm. and I talked to Willis McGahee, who's the fourth, I think, now. There's so many Willis McGahees down in the Miami Area, and he said that this coaching staff likes him for that position. So you're starting to get a little bit of a feel for what they're looking for at certain spots on the defense. And I think that that defense will kind of be the star of the defense. And we've seen that in years past. Was it Bo Pelini, the peso? Was that the, <laughs> that the one that he went with? Um, and so I just think it's really intriguing. Now, Dvorak, did, he kind of declined and sidestepped when asked, like, which guys are working there specifically. We know that MJ Sherman is doing it because he told us. He said everyone, Dvorak said everyone has been rolling through that position. We'll see. Uh, there, of course, is going to be just a handful of guys on the team that have kind of the athleticism and the size to be able to do that. Um, so that's one thing I'll definitely be looking for in the spring game, but I'm glad we got to hear more about that from Dvorak today. Again, he did say Javen Wright is not practicing at Jack, yeah. so should we have just ran through the whole roster, like just ask one by one and whoever he's, and when, when he stops? And like Maverick Noonan, no. Yeah. Sorry, but like, yes. <laughs> try to get, <laughs> try to get him off his, yeah. off his kilter. I mean, anything else about the defense? I mean, we talk about the simplified, just sprang my mind. They call him the Mike, Mike linebacker, Will linebacker, and then Jack linebacker, okay. like we were talking about. So it's a simple, I guess, yeah. simple name for it instead of something like we had talked about. Is it going to be called the Husker or whatever? Nope, um, just going nope, with just going. people names. Yeah. Uh, anything, <laughs> else on the, anything else on defense before we move to one final note? Elijah Judy was pretty interesting. I yep. think I, and that's a guy that I think maybe sometimes get lost when you're thinking about the defensive line, but I think he's going to be in the mix for sure. And he said something cool that I liked. He said that during the recruiting process out of the transfer portal, he, of course, spent uh, two years right at Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. um, he said that the Nebraska coaching staff told him what he needed to hear, not what he wanted to hear. And, and so I think Elijah Judy, he has aspirations at the next level, just like all these guys do, and that's pretty important, too. So I thought that was kind of cool. Put that on a recruiting yep. pitch tweet. I can just <laughs> see that coming up, right? That's definitely going to happen, especially as the transfer portal opens up here again uh, mm -hmm. in a couple of days. I think April 15th, it'll open up again. Uh, one more takeaway that I had, though, A.J. Rollins um, was also out here kind of talking about his transition over to defense. Um, it was also really neat to hear Tony White talk about them. He called him a baller mm -hmm. um, and said that he just keeps showing up and making plays. Um, and Tony White. Tony White gave a hat tip to Matt Rule and said that was all Coach Rule. Yep. He saw that in him and was able to do that. So that was something that was a big storyline coming into spring. We knew someone was going to switch positions and maybe their career could take off a little bit uh, because that's what Matt Rule has done in his history. It sounds like A.J. Rollins is a prime candidate for that to happen. There might not be um, someone on the defense or maybe the entire team that is going to get more eyeballs 
during the spring game than AJ Rollins. Yeah, people will be highly interested. In <laughs> Everybody's going to be looking and at that guy. And he's a local guy. kid too. Oh like, yeah. yeah, Creighton prep be. grad. Yeah, six foot six on the edge, just getting in the backfield. That's really interesting. Yep. Yeah, and then one final thing that again just popped in my mind was uh, Tony White talking about that number two corner opposite Quentin Newsom. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because uh, a few days ago I was just quickly going through like a right now like a projected depth chart just for me to look back on uh, midway through spring ball and I got to the uh, number two cornerback. I'm like, who the hell is going to be the number two corner if they're going to wind up moving Malcolm Hartzog over to a safety role? And then over the next few days, I hear a lot more people talking about that on uh, different podcasts and, and different interview settings of like, we don't really truly know who the number two corner is. And then Tony White was asked about it today. Um, do you have a a locked in guy or uh, main candidate essentially for that number two role. And he said, no, he said he'd named off a bunch of people. He said, Malcolm Hartzog, Tommy Hill, Deshaun Singleton, Javier Morton um, are all sort of working in uh, all vying for that spot. And uh, he even mentioned Miles Farmer as a potential yeah, corner with, because of his length. Yeah. Steve, I immediately thought of Steve. I I'm looked over to Steve because we were across the way and I'm like, you know? no offense, Tony White. I don't uh -oh. think you should do that with Miles Farmer. I think you should be in the middle of the defense at that rover position Perfect and, and position in the tackle box and, and hitting guys. But anyway, Tony White knows more than I do. So yeah. maybe, uh, maybe trying to throw throw yeah. some off direction. Yeah. Interesting yeah. to hear if he was, if Miles Farmer actually is practicing, uh, taking reps at corner, that'd be, That'd be interesting. But yeah, there's a bunch of guys there. Um, so it, one of the things that we'll be looking for during the spring game um, to see what the initial, uh, the initial guys they tried out onto the field, even though it might be a mix of ones and twos for yeah. that spring game. Um, but one last note, uh, one offensive player was made available along with the t three defense players and two defensive coaches. It's offensive lineman Nori Nuwili. It's his first media appearance since uh, he was suspended last season um, he came out with an opening statement right off the top and um, apologized for um, for uh, putting himself in that situation and um, he's, he's an important piece a really important piece on that offensive line I think we saw um, his absence how, how big his absence was how that was felt last year um, during during the entire season yeah without uh, New Ely out there I think you know there was obviously some shuffling that needed to go around on um, Nebraska's offensive line I think he would have been a shoe-in to start at left left guard and that's when Turner Corcoran had to kind of fill in at left guard but um, Turner's Turner I think looked looked okay at guard and now stay there. yeah for sure <laughs> and with New Ely coming back it just gives you another experienced guy um, that that could play either left or right guard. Um, I think I don't think he's really a center, but or a tackle. But um, you know, I think he's a starting caliber. I expect him to be the star a starter somewhere um, on the offensive line. So having him out there and, and say that I think was good. We all know we all see Newly walking around, Nori walking around. He's a good, fun-loving guy, jolly guy, and I know he was really disappointed in, in himself that he put himself in that position and put his teammates in in their situation. So. Um, good for him to come out here, and it was good to hear him talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's essentially all we have for today. I mean, there mm -hmm. was a lot discussed, and, I mean, we're kind of getting into crunch time mm -hmm. of spring ball with uh, three practices left and then the April 22nd spring game again, counting as that 15th practice. They have a scrimmage on Saturday, two yep. days from now, which uh, is probably more impactful and yes. uh, important than the actual spring game because again like greg mentioned a little earlier april 15th through april 30th is that uh second transfer window so saturday is april 15th 
So I'm wondering uh, before or after we'll that scrimmage, what happens? <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah, it's going to be uh, a busy time. I mean, Nebraska's at 101, 103 scholarships. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's, it's around it's, 100. It's, I think they're yeah. actually below. Yeah, right. I think they're actually below 100, but it's around 100. We call it good. Yeah. yeah, so it'll be a busy time uh, for Nebraska football. It'll be a busy time for us at Inside Nebraska. And you can um, go to our site nebraska.rivals.com uh, for all the latest spring ball coverage and transfer portal coverage for men's hoops and for football as that uh, that opens up and we see another busy two-week stretch. Uh, I encourage you to like this video and subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel so you can get those videos dropped directly into your feed. But for Steve Marek and Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter and we'll catch you guys again next time.